0: Welcome everybody, we is back Sons of Slam podcast in your ears Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple podcast My name is Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black It is good to have you back This is three weeks in a row in studio I don't know what to do with myself Me neither Alright, good (laughs) right. Uh, Right out of the gate we have Breaking news WWE is experimenting with a new ring. Hmm. Uh, It is uh, a new style of ring uh, that they are going on tour with. Apparently, they've started using it uh, during NXT, actually about a couple months back. Instead of using plywood, which has been the commonplace forever. uh, Eons. Eons. uh, In decades in the profession, they're going into a new plastic material to help absorb bumps better to lessen some of the damage that superstars put on their bodies. Hmm. interesting yeah I don't know how I feel about that I thought when I when I first saw the the, the headline I thought they were going to go do like a TNA six-sided oh, ring shit and all I would be happy
1: but it would run its course very quickly I know <laughs> very
0: quickly a, as it did there it was uh, very annoying and, and then uh, Hulk
1: Hogan would come back and then just scrap the whole fucking whole thing, thing. <laughs> this is
0: nonsense I can't I can barely run a four-sided ring let alone a six-sided ring take the shit out of here um, and that is your break oh wait wait oh I'm getting word there's more breaking news Jimmy Smith is a hit (laughs) on Monday Night Raw. His first night on uh, Monday Night Raw, and he is a hit. He had a lot of accolades on social media. Uh, He came out and also said that he liked the on-air traffic that Vince McMahon and uh, producers backstage, such as Michael Cole, such as Kevin Dunn, were giving him in his ear. He said that he was used to doing that in Bellator. Uh, People like uh, CM Punk and... uh, Taz, McFoley say they all hate that <laughs> that McMahon keeps yelling at them what to say in the in in their ears uh, while the broadcast broadcasts are going on. But Jimmy Smith uh, appreciated it, appreciated the uh, the the help uh, as far as like verbiage that uh, McMahon corrected him in saying as far as uh, do, instead of saying WWE fans, it's our fans. You know, there was little little tweaks here and there, and he uh, replaced uh, Adnan Verk who was here for all of seven seconds. Uh, I'm sorry, seven episodes and. Uh, yeah, so we have a new uh, new commentator. I, th- I thought he actually did a really good job.
1: Now, let's be honest. With the amount of new content on Monday Night Raw, it's pretty much the equivalent to seven seconds.
0: Yes, right. <laughs> because everything has been exactly the same. Exactly the same. So if you watch last week's again, it, nothing's, it seems like I thought it would be different because like last, last time around, before last pay-per-view with Backlash, everything was the same. So mm-hmm. you had the same exact matches kind of sort of going into this pay-per-view. So I thought that would be why it was so repetitive, but it's, it hasn't changed. It's week after week after week. It's the same thing over and over again. No, now it's just uh, the same thing, but with a little Nikki Cross sprinkles on top. Oh, now, yes. We're <laughs> it seems like we could pick one person to kind of throw in the same mix yeah. and then just kind of like twirl it up and see if, how that changes things up. But it's all the same thing. Now, let's be. Let's
1: remember one thing. Uh, he uh, Adnan Verk received a lot of praise on social media after his first night. So I want to see what the praise is <laughs>
0: next week. He did on on RAW. You're right. He, he he did. But I think I think Jimmy has a better grasp of this kind of announcing. I, I yeah, because
1: yeah, he's not announcing baseball and 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 football and all that stuff. It's, he, it's, he's it's doing different. like he, Jimmy Smith is a, a combat sports announcer. Yes. Yeah,
0: so it makes sense for him to do stuff like this. I've already come up with a new drinking game with him as well, uh, just like I came up with uh, Tony Schiavone. And every time he says "man," you take a shot. Anytime uh, Jimmy Smith says "god," oh my god.
1: Anytime uh, someone can ref someone in your friend circle can reference Jimmy Smith looking like uh, Johnny Sins. There you go. You oh, take that, a shot. That, that's, that's a double shot. <laughs> that's that's
0: a that's a hard reference. But anytime he says "oh my god," take take a shot. Um, oh wait, I'm still yeah okay we get more breaking news <laughs> to my ear I came back from the gym and I had a great workout that's not it uh, WWE has released a shit ton of people <laughs> and there's your real breaking news um, we have of uh, right now six people And uh, this, I was just commenting to Joe before we recorded how we never seem to get breaking news when we record. It always seems to happen after the fact. It almost always
1: happens after the
0: fact. It's 99.99% of the time it happens after the fact. And today it happened before the fact. So we were happy to – well, not happy for these guys, but happy for us to report uh, finally something here. Um, Six superstars. Got the uh, we're put on the chopping block today. Uh, let's start from the the bottom uh, to the top here. Uh, so starting with Santana Garrett, mm-hmm. signed uh, in 2019, uh, mainly in NXT. Never really used in NXT. Last time seen was at the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble.
1: Oh, that's not bad. I didn't even realize
0: she was in that Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. I, after reading this, I, I do remember her in that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, Murphy next. Yeah. signed by WWE in 2013. He's been there for a while, uh, mostly at NXT. Last wrestled in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh on the SmackDown before WrestleMania 37, so he didn't even make it to the big show.
1: He had a lot of uh he had a lot of good things going for him, especially well in between him being Seth Rollins' disciple, right. And um that Cruiserweight title run that he went on. Yes. That was a nice run that he went on. He had that big win in uh Melbourne, I believe is what it, where he's from mm-hmm. in Australia, and but yeah, that one was
0: the interesting storyline. That would have uh, been a big name on its own. On its yeah, yeah. If there was just that and nobody else on this list, Murphy was a was would be a big name. Uh, had the storyline, the weird storyline with the Mysterios. Um, I don't know how he's going to support uh, Aaliyah at this point now that he's gone. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> but Murphy and and Murphy is the is unfortunately he's one of those people that. And uh, I say to, and I'm just thinking about it on the way back from the gym today, the amount of people that are so talented in wrestling that mm-hmm. are some of the greatest wrestlers even now. I mean, just like in sports, just like in baseball, how pitchers throw harder, and guys are bigger in football, and blah, blah blah blah. The wrestlers of the '80s would not be the same as the wrestlers of today. Like even like your high flyers, air quote high flyers, like uh, Macho Man, like Ricky Steamboat would not compare to the moveset that people have who are the high flyers today. And so when I look at someone like Murphy, when I look at someone like we'll talk about, unfortunately, in a second, Alistair Black, when I look at someone like Ricochet, who I'm shocked was not on this list, it's unfortunate. Bite your tongue. I I love him. (laughs) You You don't understand. I love him, but because they don't get on the mic, it seems if you don't have the ability to talk on a mic, you will not make it in this business. So someone like Santana Garrett in this company, in the business. All right, I'm saying in the business, like you know, I look. I look at someone like. Uh, I, I gotta think about somebody in AEW. Like it just it seems like you can who
1: can't work on the mic, who can't work on the mic, Jade Cargill at first. I think she's getting better now. She's got better, but that first couple promos was it like, was rough. Uh, it's rough, but that's why, uh,
0: that's why, you know, that's why Dusty Rhodes made such a big deal about it when he was still alive is that that's a huge part of the business is mic work and, yeah. you know, getting on the mic and doing all that stuff. So Murphy didn't really have that, but he was such an amazing talent. So someone like that will not be at the top of the, the ladder. Unfortunately, he'll be, He can go to like TNA now or impact wrestling and go to a ring of honor and maybe get a belt there. Um, like a rich swan but it's 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 just it's just unfortunate that he since he can't get on the mic and do what he what probably wants to do on a mic he's not you know, talented in that way but he's talented in the ring he just won't get to that next level next up ruby riot who just wrestled on uh, on smackdown uh, signed in 2016 last wrestled this past uh, may 28th a couple days ago uh, in, with the Riot Squad taking a loss to uh, the Tag Team Champions Tamina and Natalia.
1: Nat- uh, Natalia did an interview somewhere where she was Oral Sessions. Pre- was it Oral Sessions? Yeah. Okay. So she was on Oral Sessions. That was <laughs> a lot to get out, and uh, she gave a lot of praise to Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, saying that they were both kind, like they were both ready to take the spotlight and all that stuff, and and sort of win the tag titles. And in doing so, she almost spoiled that they were supposed to be the next tag team champions. And she said something along the lines of, you know, uh, we beat them, but you know, maybe they'll get it back or something like something, something like that. Oh, not now. Sorry. Sorry for the irony. I read that article 20 minutes before this news broke, Yeah, which we I think me and you have to give credit to Steve because I'll, I'll look, I look at this picture and it broke 42 seconds. Yeah. Forty-two seconds, and this motherfucker texted us a snapshot of who got released, and I was like, "That's fucking quick." That is insane. Um,
0: yeah, just. But uh, she, she never like that. The Riot Squad, even with uh, the Liv Morgan and uh, Sarah, Sarah Logan. Logan, there you go. I, I had it. <laughs> who just had a kid? Uh, who just had a kid? Congratulations. Um, but they never, they never took off as a group. Like it was never really like a big thing. It was not just kind on the of, main uh, roster. Not on. Which which roster would they do they blow up on?
1: They they didn't blow up, but they had a good, or had a good run run on. on
0: NXT. Okay. Okay. It wasn't that bad. I mean Fair enough. You no, know, if they were when they were called up to uh to I believe it was Raw at the time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it was kind of like it was a cool look at you know kind of when it was uh, and you know, nobody really got a push even then they were still you know losing to, uh, as mid carters but they were always they were they were perennial mid carters the entire run. Uh, Liv Morgan left, can, can came back into kind of doing this weird little gimmick. Dark Live. We, we thought at some point that she was going to be. Um, part of the Fiends crew. We uh, thought
1: she was going to be Sister Abigail sister. before we knew what Alexa Bliss
0: meant by that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was posting a lot of weird things on Twitter. Uh, but Liv Morgan, not gone. Ruby Bright. gone. Which is odd to me. Because I I
1: would have, you know, they do try to keep people together who, I mean, although I'm reading three names on this list that are not the case, but they try to keep people together who are in involved in relationships with, People who are also on the roster, right? But then reading the list, I'm realizing that Lana lost Miro. Yes, Liv Morgan is with Bo Dallas, and right. he's gone. He's gone. And Alistair Black is with Selena Vega, and Ooh. now she's coming back.
0: So yes, yeah, so apparently. Let, so let's. Well, we we'll get to we we'll get to him in a second. So how about uh, speaking of her, Lana? <laughs> so she's been with the company, which seems like like forever. Uh, like, in terms of of staying power in wrestling because, you know, it, it doesn't happen a lot that someone will be in, with a company. It, the only big names stay with you know, the company for that long. Uh, since 2013. Uh, last wrestled this past Monday night uh, with uh, Naomi and they lost to Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose in a random tag team that Monday Night Raw seems to just do every week. Um, excuse me. And now she can join her man. That That would be... Just ideal in all senses if she just goes over to AEW and just, like, is a valet for Miro as she was with WWE. I don't think so. Why?
1: The Rusev character really only took off after she had split from the storyline, if you think about it. rue So putting Lana back with... Ru- Ruse- Lana, the only reason Lana was a thing for Rusev... Was because he couldn't talk on the mic the way that WWE wanted him to talk on the mic.
0: Well, he can't really talk on the mic now either. <laughs>
1: he's better though.
0: He's slightly better. Like some of the things, that, like that line that he had before uh, Double or Nothing like with, uh, um, with uh, Killing Darby Allen or whatever that line was. Uh, yeah, I, 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 he's better now. But that one line was better than anything he said in, in oh, his in, entire in his career. career. <laughs> I've absolutely understood. But since then. He's gotten on the mic and has kind of flubbed some lines and and uh, garbled and and tripped over himself a couple times here and there. I think if he had Lana, um, they could both get on the mic and just do some some stuff. And uh, I, I think that would be I think it would be a good look. The uh, one
1: thing that I would want to see if that were to, to be the case,
0: mm-hmm. were to go
1: into a, a mixed tag match against um, Kip Sabian and, and uh, Penelope uh, Ford. Ford, exactly, yeah. just to finally squash that. Storyline completely, mm. but who? He, I, I'm assuming that Lana's going to get st- you know still be wrestling. I would hope so. I don't know. She seems to have taken to it relatively. You know, I'm sure Miro, relatively well. I'm sure Miro has. Yeah, I mean, as well. More. She's training in quote unquote the dungeon.
0: She seems slightly better. Like she's still very green uh, in in her wrestling in her moves. Like she never like improved to the point where it looks like she could take on. Even Carmella or or I mean Sasha Banks and or you know, part of me wanted to say Bailey. Shayna Baszler, but then I'm remembering that I'm pretty sure she beat her on Raw one time. Show uh, one time, but, <laughs> but like as a as a legitimate as a legitimate like worker, I I, I don't see her ever competing in for let alone a title no. um, with anybody. Um, Not now,
1: but then again, she signed with WWE in twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen.
0: Like it's been like it's been you no, know, which means she years. didn't even
1: get into a ring. Until 2016 minimum,
0: but even okay. So we're still talking about almost five years. Yeah, and in that time, like there's no like look at uh. Warrior. It's <laughs> the first one that comes to my mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking of someone like um, uh, what's what's her name in AEW? Uh, uh she was in uh, use your words. Uh, tri- uh not Triple Uh, Tag nabbit. She has like the half uh, painted face. Thunder Rosa. Thank you very much. <laughs> she but, was in NWA. NWA. Triple yeah, A. <laughs> NWA. So someone like her who's only been wrestling for how many years? Mm, that I couldn't tell you like off the top of my head. Like three? Two, three years? Yeah. According to what, you know, every time. And now they... she
1: has her own promotion, and they do like custom matches for people, apparently.
0: It's just the talent. that it, it's, it has to be like, just you have the ability or you don't. And someone like Thunder Rosa has the ability to just learn it so quickly. And Lana, I guess, takes time to, to learn. But she's she, she without Miro without uh, Rusev in WWE, she, she floundered. She floundered. Yeah. She floundered. He's he can do whatever he wants. She was a fish out of water. You know, it's and her. she got paired with everybody. She got paired with Natalia. She got paired with Naomi. She was paired with uh, uh, at, at one point. Uh, oh, with uh, Bobby Lashley you know, it, it was just like her bouncing from here to there and nobody knew oh, th- that Man, whole thing. I, with I the...
1: tried so hard to forget that <laughs> their, their, and their, I did up
0: ma- until right now, their marriage. You're welcome. Um, yeah. She just kept getting bounced from, from storyline to storyline. And there really wasn't anything for her. Lana is, is gone. And please expect her. Uh, I can almost guarantee it. Please expect her to get signed by AW. If, if Miro has any say in anything um, to have her just come over and just, you know, have, have his wife be there since they're both in the business. Um, Next up is the aforementioned Aleister Black. And he was signed in 2016, just two weeks ago, attacked Big E and had this entire storyline of the Dark Fathers storyline. And it was going to set up this thing on May 21st for hopefully which was going to be this long-standing storyline with Big E. Didn't come back the following week, last week, and now he's released. That one is
1: the one that shocked me the most.
0: Even more, yeah. Well, even more, even more than than the other one, than the last one, right? Yeah,
1: I'd say so. Yes, but this one shocked me the most because they were packaging him. He they had a whole package set together, a whole gimmick, a a revitalization of a gimmick, so that he could start to get over in a sense. Yeah, and then they just release him like that.
0: He, uh, had, yeah, I mean, the, the amount of time and money put into just production of those pieces. And those went on for weeks. It wasn't like just like he's back. So it was a, it seemed like the same character that came back on SmackDown, but this new character, which was going to get you know kind of flushed out, and he even he said it was kind of more him and what he wanted to do originally in his run mm-hmm. as as what he you were you were about to see come out of him now. He said, um, and uh, he tweeted this uh, at WWE, Alistair, Tommy End. I'm gathering my thoughts as this was a complete left field for me, as obviously we just started the Dark Dark Father character, but this was it. Thank you so much, WWE Universe, for allowing me to create and give you small bits of myself, unquote.
1: (laughs) This all seems like it was him trying to get... uh, it It seemed like it was him trying to be the Dark Order's leader again. Not again. But you know what I mean? Uh all all the all the promos and and the vignettes and the video packages that came out all seemed to lead to it, it, it's weird, but it all seemed to lead towards him going to lead the dark order. Right. Like that that's what it seemed like. Right. And then he gets released, so now he's
0: actually able to lead, lead the, the dark, dark order. order. <laughs> fantasy booking Um, and uh, but then what happens now with so he's gone and then there's talks of and it kind of not fizzled but I haven't heard anything since as far as Lena Vega and her being brought back into the fold I
1: heard that she was the last I heard was that she was filming content at the performance center with none other than Simone Johnson okay So we'll see what happens. Maybe she's being brought back to NXT as a mouthpiece for, pardon my, uh, pardon my pun, Young Rock. (laughs) Actual Young (laughs) Rock, yep.
0: Actual Young Rock. Uh The Pebble. The Pebble. (laughs) (laughs) The The Stone. Um, And then finally, uh, probably the biggest name of. Uh, the six on here is Braun Strowman. Yeah, and signed in 2013. Last wrestled at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. He was just in a triple threat match for the title. Yeah, uh, which, this one hurt, which he dropped. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> this, this one hurt, but I you could
1: kind of see the writing on the wall. They didn't really know what to do with him, so they were just like, "Fuck
0: it, we'll just release him." Yeah, um, this, this a lot of a lot of these. I think most of them. Are, Honestly, uh if you look at all six of them really, other than Alistair Black, which you about they were about to blow up with, none of them had anything going on as far as any direction. No. Um It, it was it, just Alistair Black. It was just Alistair Black. Yeah. Uh oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse you. Jeez. Um <laughs> I wanted to uh also go into the fact that Braun Strowman apparently had a huge contract. Um Prior to his release, uh, so there was an article that I, I had read that uh, Braun Strowman, amongst the other names that we mentioned, uh, was released. If the company cut him, they saved a million dollars a year. Wow. A million a year, and that was his deal. Uh, Interesting. He, WWE was obviously cutting people, and his high-dollar contract was attractive enough to Knicks. uh there was no um, no word as to whether Stroman requested his release from the company he signed a contract in 2019 and his deal was set to last until 2023 that million dollar per year contract is now canceled he will continue to get paid during his 90 day non-compete clause does it
1: do you know how many other people have 90 days it's like to my na i said this earlier but to my knowledge if you are re- unless it states in your contract when you are released that you do not have a 90-day no compete clause, anybody who is released from their contract will have a 90-day no compete clause. But if you let your contract run out, that's a different story.
0: Right. Like well, then so someone like him who was signed till 2023 apparently obviously had a has a 90-day. Yeah. But, like,
1: Daniel um, Bryan let his contract run out. I don't think he has a 90-day no-compete clause.
0: According to Matt Men Pro Wrestling, uh, some recently fired superstars wanted to be released. Um, hmm. It was Absolutely. common knowledge that Murphy was not happy. Santana Garrett was also frustrated. Uh, She's been there for two years. but They, they never used her for anything. Except for SmackDown. Uh, not SmackDown. For uh, Royal Rumble. Like, <laughs> Not used for a damn thing. She had job matches in NXT. That's it. Yeah, that's really it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. The, the whole. Actually, now that
0: I think about it, I'll go back to our group chat. Well, so while up. you're while you're looking that up, there was another article that I read, which is linked to this. Uh, so rumor of Vince McMahon selling WWE is gaining real momentum. So well, there we go. That's what I was going to look at. Okay, <laughs> so after after all these cuts, and this was always something that was, even the last couple of weeks, was kind of like, uh, you know, maybe he'll do it, maybe he won't, but this was a real thing. And now Nick Khan, who's WWE's president, um, just recently came on. It wasn't like he's he's been on for that long. Uh, he, in, in his tenure as WWE's president, 60, 60 internal employees have been released. 16 main roster superstars. Several NXT talent. Uh, within the past month. Whew, the past month. God damn. Um, WWE still recording record profits. They have to be because they're not going anywhere. <laughs> Yet. Um, yep. The bottom line obviously now is much lower. Braun Strowman is saving them a million a year as I mentioned before. Mentioned already that some people wanted to leave the company. Um, according to a report from Fightful Select, there could be some fire with all that smoke about selling the company. Nothing has been confirmed, but the idea is certainly out there. A lot of these releases were a surprise to many, and several within the company have already inquired to Fightful about the endgame of said releases. There was a lot of specula- speculating within uh, about a, a potential sale down the line, but we've not heard that from WWE officials. Uh, former WWE writer Dave Schilling, theorized that Vince McMahon was gearing up to put his company on the market. They have guaranteed money coming in from Saudi Arabia, Fox, NBCU. The Peacock deal certainly sweetened the pot uh, as well, of course, that that 1000000000 dollar deal. Uh,
1: I'm really glad that they, now I'm really glad that they took that Peacock deal for personal reasons, only because I found out that, Ye- you ever heard of the show Yellowstone?
0: Yes, with, uh, with
1: Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yes. I started watching it, and boy, was it? fucking worth it! Yeah, it would have been worth it for me to pay the nine ninety nine just for that show. <laughs> just for the show. Well, because you have to, buy... like the only way you can get that is on Paramount Plus, Peacock, or you can buy it on Amazon.
0: I have all three, so I was looking at. <laughs> you have Paramount Plus, yeah. For what reason? Because I love. Uh... Uh uh, 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 like all things like Viacom, like you know, MTV stuff, the, the VH1 stuff. Oh, uh, that's
1: where all that stuff is, yeah. Okay, yeah, that'll yeah. probably be Nickelodeon, like all
0: Nickelodeon stuff, like all the old school stuff. Watching, like, you can't do that on television because I'm an old, shit. um, yeah, just like all the old school stuff. They have MTV, like Wild and Out, Wild and Out. Oh, fuck. they have the old episodes of Double Dare, <laughs> take my money, <laughs> so yeah, so that that's uh, and then Peacock, obviously, with WWE. HBO Max. I mean, we could just go into the whole talk about streaming too. HBO Max. I just watched. Uh, we're about to watch. You know, In the Heights next week. They they had nice. uh, the Friends reunion. <laughs> you know, so it's a whole bunch of shit. I pay more now than the whole point of cutting my cable was to eliminate the cost, and now I'm paying more. Yeah. B- because of all the streaming services. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it makes. See, that's
1: why I have a circle of like me, my dad, my mom, and my and my sister. We all just pay for different ones. Oh no, yeah, right. and then just right share all of them it's a perfect system let me i should, I, should. I, I really only pay for peacock
0: <laughs> i should i should re re rebut that i i pay for youtube tv to get my live stream and then i pay for paramount and then i have a friend who pays for hbo max netflix
1: you know for hbo max you just need a uh a, a hbo subscription but not cable no, I know, but if like if your if your friend has an HBO subscription and also paying for HBO Max, that's probably one of the stupidest things ever. She is not.
0: Okay. Alright, so now that I think about it, she is not. So that's good. <laughs> um Yes. So there's that. That is your breaking news and uh we've elaborated enough on that. But uh that and there's there might still be names to come.
1: All right, now let's be honest. How much of a big dick move would it be if the Khan family
0: bought <laughs> WWE? <laughs> Here we go. So <laughs> so well here's a, here's a deal too is that you might as well not have to purchase WWE because you are going to have your own WWE. The, the whole ironic point of AEW <coughs> excuse me. Was to separate yourself from WWE and the the the, the statement that was made by uh, what was it Cody or, or Chris Jericho as far as not being WWE. Come on, shit! I'm pretty what, what, sure both of them said one it. One of them, one of them, at some point when AEW I think first it was started, Cody. when it when it when it first started, and they had like the whole uh, the, the press conference that were in in Vegas and the whole you no know, big to do that they had. Um, they came out and said, "We will not be." Cody said, "We will not be WWE." And then just the influx of WWE talent. Uh, I mean, look at Double or Nothing. where they just introduced another commentator in Mark Henry. <sighs> Um huge I popped hard I, that was that was a huge thing when Tony Shimani announced that um the world's strongest man and then uh uh out of this list and also i mean leo rush <laughs> yeah, that was a big one we'll get we'll get to that as well, but out of this list out of these six, one of them, if not well, I would say all of them, but one of them, if not the majority of them, half of them. Will be in AEW I can make a
1: case right now For three of them Going to AEW And that's I think, Braun Strowman yes. Aleister Black And Lana
0: I was gonna say the Ruby Riot. I think Ruby Riot Would be a good addition Because they need women In that, that division There's nobody there They don't have That's they don't have women. true They don't have women In the division Yeah it's Britt Baker's Division now It's <laughs> it's her division now And it's Herring And Kushida And um. Excuse me Kushida Shida, Shida. Just Shida <laughs> Hikaru Shida Hikaru Shida Sheeta, it's still Sheeta. <laughs> all the Sheetas. Um uh, yeah. So they need women over there. So I would not be surprised if Ruby Riot's over there. But but you know if not if not AEW, then hello Impact. <laughs> so it's yeah. like it's like the leftovers uh, get get put over to Impact Wrestling. Well, That's back it. to
1: the selling the company thing. They uh, remember when WWE was in talks of of acquiring TNA. Then it just turns oh, out all, all of, the all of a yeah, but they did acquire something from TNA and that was just their library. Yeah. Which, because if you think about it back then, what what, probably like 2017, I think that happened. That's all that they needed. Right. Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, right. AJ Styles. That's all that they needed. Right. At that time. At that time. Right. So what if AEW just buys the Peacock network? (laughs) Now they have all the WWE content.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, how the hell would they do that? (laughs) Um, I mean, you have to buy NBC too. That, that makes absolutely no sense. You're, you're true. I cut your mic off. Um, that's all done. Okay. Uh, why did WWE book SummerSlam for a Saturday? Well, apparently uh, they were doing it in Vegas, and they wanted to have it on, a, on August 21st, uh, regardless, uh, instead of the 22nd, Sunday the 22nd. Um, one of the main reasons though is that the venue in Vegas wanted to have it on a Saturday, but the problem now is that they're going to basically be right up against the Manny Pacquiao, uh, Errol Spence fight. Earl. I thought it was Errol. I'm pretty sure it's Earl. You want to check that? I don't know. Okay. I'm you not, be, listen, I'm
1: no fucking boxing fan, but I always thought it was Earl Spence you, you Jr. Might be right. You might be right. You right. I, I don't know. I it was Errol. Still, how much of a draw could Manny Pacquiao possibly be nowadays? Now, granted, I'm not I'm not. distrusting. That's not the word. No. Discrediting. There we go. I'm not discrediting Manny Pacquiao in any sense of the word. Sounds like you kind of are. Who knows anything about Earl Spence Jr., though? Nobody, Uh really. And if you're a wrestling fan, you're not going to be buying this pay-per-view. Also, you would have to buy a pay-per-view. Right. As opposed to just turning on the cock network. (laughs) That's not the name of it. (laughs) Nor will that ever be the name (laughs)
0: Please check yourself on that It's
1: okay. <laughs> absolutely absurd. Uh, cock no pee. <laughs> <laughs> if they just turn on the Peacock network and uh, get a WWE pay-per-view uh, for free, yeah, in a sense. Yeah. You don't really you know how much do you really I always think of streaming services as free content only because <laughs> okay. I
0: don't see it coming out of my bank account. <laughs> it right, just
1: right. comes out and I'm yeah. like, "Okay." Yeah, right, right. That's fine.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the other thing that people are, are complaining about is that it's on a Saturday now. Even though I remember, listen, I I would love it on a Saturday instead of being on a Sunday and having to go to work the next day, which a lot of people obviously have to do. Um, yes, why sucks. not? Just like, just why not have it on a Saturday? Just like. Uh, they should probably move major events to a Saturday. Why not have it on a Saturday? Why put? Why have the Super Bowl on a Sunday? Because it's tradition, or because it it, it pays more money? No, there's no there's no difference in, in cash. You still have the same amount of dollars spent on on commercial and uh, and all the products spent there, and and your your advertising dollar and your 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 tie-ins with uh, promoting the, the, the products.
1: Let's not go after the NFL because you forget the NFL. I'm just saying
0: in general. I'm saying major sports in general. NFL, WWE, but the NFL is the
1: only sport that took a whole day of the week away from god remember that
0: <laughs>
1: if you think about it uh, they're the only sport that is strictly on sundays and nobody thought that would be done back in the day am i getting all of that knowledge from the movie concussion absolutely <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh um i just got uh i went to re- actually right on air that's bring up this article about uh i just saw something that came up that renee paquette uh, calls out horrible mismanagement after mass firings um let's see what she what a horrible mismanagement of some really talented people sucks Yep, <laughs> that was renee um
1: it's just I, listen it's true some of them were talented
0: <laughs> some of them were talented uh Okay. Most of them were t- most of them were talented Most of them were talented <laughs> no, They were. Uh, I mean some of them Yeah some of them Were talented in other areas Besides in the ring But in ring talent I will say though That Braun Strowman um
1: I feel bad the most For Braun Strowman Because he's building <laughs> A house in Wisconsin Okay I don't feel And I for, saw, I'm sure Hey fun.
0: I'm sure it'll be fun it, um, It's a nice house Have you ever seen it? Uh, no I have not It's beautiful um, yeah, Okay <laughs> uh, I, 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 I Give two shits uh, the idea, though, is that I was going to say is that Braun Strowman, I don't feel is of the talent on this list. Probably one of the least, as far as wrestling ability. In
1: wrestling ability. Well,
0: Lana. Okay, I said one of the least. So yeah. we put her in Lana. Yes, <laughs> that's fine. But I mean, as far as like overall talent, you can have some big guy come in, and they've they've had that. How many big men can we talk about that have little talent but are are over because they can talk on a mic? Oh, I don't know. Hulk Hogan. Oh, I don't know. Ultimate Warrior. Segway. Uh, did you watch uh, Dark Side and A&E? A-W, A-W, you
1: have it? done that so many times. a and I'm starting to think you have CTE. I might have it. Yeah, that's
0: probably true. You get knocked knocked the head a lot by my fiance. Um, <laughs> she's like, you're an idiot. Smack. Um, A&E Biography. did. you I watch did. either one or both? I watched both of them, actually. Both. Okay.
1: Now, I do want to bring this up. Please. I recently found out that my entire wrestling fandom is a lie. And I will explain it to you very shortly. So, I became a wrestling fan in the Attitude Era because I was, yes, a child. And I always thought that, like, my dad got me into wrestling. Okay. So, I always thought that, you know, he was watching wrestling beforehand. Maybe not as a kid, but as it started to grow with, you know... Hulk and Andre at WrestleMania, all that type of stuff. I was at my dad's house yesterday and uh he was talking to me about the Stone Cold A and E documentary. Right. So, you know, we were talking back and forth and I was like I was like, Dad, when did you he was like when were you I I told him, When, when were you a wrestling fan as a kid? He was like, Absolutely not. I was like, huh. Okay. When did you become a wrestling fan in the attitude era? He was like, yeah, you know, you look at it on TV and you're just like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then they go and then he's like, if you just think of it as acting, it's a whole different story. Hmm. So I told them straight up. I was like, so my entire wrestling fandom's a lie based on you just going, huh, I guess it's got ratings. I guess I'll just watch it. Uh And now we're here. Well, based
0: on a lie that. That's not really a lie. It's based on... Oh, it's a lie that I
1: created in my head.
0: Okay. It's based on the curiosity of a man who's like, this looks funny.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And now, just because my dad goes, huh, that's fuck, that's fucking funny. Uh-huh. Now I'm doing a wrestling podcast with you.
0: <laughs> We've come full circle. Um, so Ultimate Warrior, really quickly. Uh, and then we'll get into uh, Double or Nothing and everything that happened this week. Dark side um, was a hit piece. Darkseid was a hit piece. Straight up. If you watch both, um, and, and and as far as Darkseid goes, I absolutely love. I am in love with everything that they do, and uh, they are amazing at what they do. This one for Darkseid was basically just, as you mentioned, it was a hit, it was a hit piece, meaning that it just kind of went over basics and was throwing all the, the negative things that were about him at the wall And they interviewed For the most part I'd say 90% of the whole thing Was his ex-wife And uh, Going over her relationship With With uh, Paul um, And uh, How their relationship ended Paul Paul Jim Hedwig. Jim Hegwig
1: Jim Hellwig. Oh my god I'm having a stroke You Definitely have CTE. I'm having a stroke You might be You smell burnt toast I do. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm going to end this whole... I was like, what the fuck is I- going on? I'm ending this podcast right now um, with Jim... Hel- oh, Jesus. Jim Hellwig. Uh, Jim I I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Paul Levesque because I'm, I'm... Honestly, honest to God, my mindset was going WWE in A and E, and he was there on you it. There He was on it, and he was talking about his performance with... Jim <laughs> at SummerSlam and how he basically just took no hits, he he sold nothing, and how WWE being involved in this biography of Jim went so much deeper uh, into just his psyche and also having his wife on there and his kids and it was just and, and having McMahon's having Shane on there, having you, know, all, you had all the big players, all the big all the big names of WWE who have gone up with him, Paul Heyman, Vince Russo, all Sam right. Roberts. <laughs> Right, so you had uh, uh, Rosenberg. Yeah. Um, so you had, you had all these names, and it just was such a better piece for the first time, which is unfortunate. For the first time, I I liked an A and E biography better than Dark Side. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart this this Sunday, but this Ultimate Warrior one was really good and probably my favorite one that they've done so far of of the list of, of them that they've done.
1: My favorite one too, but I won't mention that I haven't watched the other ones yet. I needed
0: I needed to watch this one because you know what the fraud thing is is that you're you say you're a wrestling fan but you don't watch any of these. That's the fraud thing. That's that's a lie. I have no. Don't roll your eyes. Time. (laughs) You have time. I no. I listen.
1: I didn't give it. I'll I'll admit on air. I didn't give it the credit that it deserved at make, first. Make I don't think I think we could we could do less with the two hours and maybe just cut it into you know, a, a hour piece. That'd be nice. But it was There's, it was a was... good. I needed to watch it because I've heard so many people this one specifically. Mm. I've heard so many people say that the the A and E one was better. The the dark side was in fact a hit piece, and it just
0: focused on the negatives of his career there's a lot of people that went on there too like uh, bischoff and Cornette, that just had absolutely nothing good to say about him and, um, and jim bo- too jim ross jim ross too yeah i mean they, they well if you see and, but both pieces the commonality in both were that they went in on the fact that he was a racist and he well, yeah did, he did not like gay people and and the whole thing that he did with the his speaking tours and uh that 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 one uh uh, at UConn, when he had that uh, that speaking uh, role at UConn. and that was he said big one. <laughs> he said about querying is wrong, and his words, not mine. And so it just just absolutely just, that was a lie for yeah. me. For me, as, a, as an actual fan of his in his heyday, that was the lie is that I thought that he was amazing. And then looking back on his career now, and when he became champion, and when Hogan gave him the torch, and he did absolutely nothing with it, yeah. And not knowing, I mean, I was a kid, so not knowing all, everything that was going on backstage and wondering why the hell he's dropping the belt to Sergeant Slaughter. Like, he just had it for all of two seconds. Didn't he have a custom belt, too? We had the, the, the purple belt. Yeah. <laughs> um. So why all of a sudden he would, you know, they, they didn't want that. And then him writing letters to McMahon and telling him, that, like, I'm, I'm demanding another thing here on top of this demand, on top of this demand, and Vince basically saying, enough is enough, I'm done, and uh, releasing him. And him, I remember vividly buying all the comic books, the Warrior comic books. I remember vividly him going into WCW and having one of the worst matches I've ever seen in my life with Hogan and that whole debacle with the uh, the flame, and the fire. Oh my god! Um, it just, uh, and that really was that was Hogan's fault, but uh, yeah, it's just a, his career was just. And looking back on it, was great as a performer, and he goes on that list too, uh, as far as like the the the. Talentless, but great on mic performers that WWE has, uh, wrestling in itself has produced. Yeah, and uh, Warrior is probably on the top of that list, and and him and, and babbling about the the gods and the clouds and the skies and uh, babbling is an understatement. Babbling is a very very understated uh, term. Um, but again, I, I I just appreciated the the whole nuance of of biography and and how they went in with uh, Warrior. And it's unfortunate too. Uh, I'll wrap this up, but uh, it's unfortunate too that he was looking to kind of get out of that hole that he was, he was in, as far as uh, just uh, where he dug himself into and kind of getting himself out and making amends with everybody, especially Jake, Jake Robertson, and, and uh, seeing how Roberts wanted to <laughs> wanted to attack him at the uh, the Hall of Fame, and uh, he turned around and and uh, that was on dark side. Yeah, he turned around and said, you know, he's, he's sorry and apologized and kind of disarmed him. Um, and then he 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 had that promo on on Raw and died the next day.
1: That's I was never a big Ultimate Warrior fan because it was before my time, but that one that one shocked me because I remember watching that like I remember watching that promo live on Raw the day after WrestleMania, and to know that he just literally had a heart attack right after that was
0: insane yeah, yeah. just absolutely insane uh, uh, Strowman also by the way uh, Strowman has broken his silence on Twitter he said what a chapter in life thank you alright that's it maybe he doesn't even wrestle anymore a lot of people do that a lot of people just drop out of wrestling and yeah, do their own thing let's move on uh, do you have anything else uh, outside the ring before we
1: no, but on dark side, it was um, this week. Tomorrow, I believe, is Grizzly Smith,
0: which yes. should be an interesting one. That, I, th- I feel like that should have been the, the uh, season finale.
1: At least the mid-season. I th- well, I think this is the mid-season, mid-season finale. finale. Mid-season I think finale. this is it. Okay. I think they're doing, there's 14 episodes, they're doing seven and seven, but they're counting the Brian Pillman one as two episodes. Right. So I think this
0: episode. is the fir- first uh <sighs> Mid season finale. finale. This story, and I, I will not get into as far as like what it entails, but it is absolutely insane. Yeah, and it's, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Jake Roberts is heavily involved, uh, and so spoiler alert: it's his father. It's his father, <laughs> and so if you do not know the story, I will not tell you. But next week, we will definitely, absolutely, definitely talk about it because. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this and the Pillman uh, story were the two that I was looking forward to the most and seeing the list of episodes. Mm-hmm. So please watch it. And then we will all discuss and reconvene next week uh, as far as uh, that whole debacle. Uh, let's get into Double or Nothing and in this card. Uh, the uh, the buy-in uh, with Serena Deeb taking on Riho. Um, was this probably the best buy-in you've ever seen? Buy-in match? yes okay
1: it was a good match it wasn't it, it was i just I, I i don't watch the buy-ins normally I'm, right i'm just thinking normally, from, right. but, just thinking
0: from the, the the comments that were online as far as how good this match was
1: yeah this was a good match i yeah. mean you could tell the fans did chant this is awesome and as soon as you know that it's a good match if they chant fight forever it was a great match yeah.
0: the <laughs> first of all let me, let me also say and, and preface this by saying that uh they were pretty much sold out It was. uh daily's place it was sold out. Chris Jericho
1: oh. cut a promo after the last match, saying that uh, it wasn't sold out crowd. Wow, five thousand, I think.
0: That's huge. That's big. That's huge. That's big. Oh, uh, on, on a complete side note, I went to the, <laughs> my first Yankee game yesterday, and uh, probably not sold out. Not definitely not sold out. Well, they can't <laughs> be sold out because they they can only have so many people. Even capacity wise, I don't think it was sold out. Uh, no, even capacity wise, they, they were. <laughs> But it was just so good to be, like, I mean, not even so much around people, just being in an arena where sports is happening. Yeah. <laughs> so being around, I'm sure that was a thrill, like, being around people in the arena with you know, 5,000 people just on top of each other, just screaming their heads off. Um, Which we'll get into in about two matches. I have something about that. Okay. So Serena D, but taking on Riho, and, and D retained on that one. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, fans this was awesome. Opening match was Brian Cage taking on Hangman Adam Page. Um,
1: This was awesome This was a great <laughs> match All all these matches we're about to go through Were all uh, incredible
0: matches name, name right now the your least favorite match Because uh, these were all really niche. good matches
1: mm,
0: If I'm going my least favorite match
1: It would be a toss up Between the TNT title match And The match itself was awesome But the ending of the Young Bucks match I didn't like Okay we'll
0: get to that Okay, so, so probably the TNT match. So, so anytime they start screaming out cowboy shit, I'm, I always pop. Um, so we got that. At the, by the end of this, all though, uh, we had the uh, team Taz come out with uh, Starks and uh, Taz's son, Hook, Hook, and uh, sometimes I just draw blank. fill in the blanks. But thank you. <laughs> um, Powerhouse what, Hobbs. When is when is Cage gonna face? Turn face?
1: It, I think this has started it.
0: This started. I thought it was like started weeks ago. Well,
1: it was started. This might cement it even more a little bit. Got it, it. It'll keep going probably for as long as Ricky Starks is injured.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Which is you know still another like four or six weeks. Um, you're okay. Let's get let's get into the the tag team uh, title match. So we had the Young Bucks taking on uh, Kingston and Moxley. Go on.
1: I heard that many people start singing "Wild Thing." It brought goosebumps to my entire body, and I almost cried. It was so incredibly awesome. Uh, Also, thinking about the way, every like, I kept on picturing in my mind, whenever you saw Ricky Vaughn enter the game in Major League, and it cut to all the women that were all horned up singing Wild Thing, (laughs) made me laugh so much. Eddie Kingston came out in a Chico's Bail Bond shirt from Bad News Bears. Nice. It was when did the shoe,
0: when did the shoes come into play? The the sneakers that were uh, stolen towards the end of the match. Were they on like the corner of the the post?
1: They were on the corner of the post. Uh, Moxley brought out two. Moxley brought out two. He brought out the pair of shoes. His were not tied. Okay. Eddie's were tied, and in my mind, I'm going. Throw the fucking shoes, Eddie. <laughs> Throw them on top of the fan uh, and make all my wildest dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. My, uh, uh, before the match even started, Mox had an ode to Sandman on his way to the ring. He stole a fan's beer. Okay. Drank it and then smashed it on his head. <laughs> it was awesome. Poor fan. The it's, whole thing was awesome. Just paid $20 for this beer. then. I I'm also pretty sure that Moxley was wearing a Nick Gage shirt. Okay. So, everybody's giving odes to people. Oh. It was it the the atmosphere during this match was was un uh, it went unrivaled the whole night in my eyes. And what did you not like about this match?
0: The end, which was the the Bucks won. Okay. <laughs> they retained, which was not a surprise. We talked about that I mean, last week. Yeah, it's
1: not a surprise, but I'm it, with how over Moxley and Eddie too, both of them, with how over they are with the crowd, uh I understand that the that the the Bucks are heels and, and they gotta win the way heels do and, and all that stuff, which I know you don't watch it, but it was explained in uh B T mm. on Monday, the day after this, that they are paying off Rick Knox. <laughs> which is why it won't uh it won't uh matter who else is in the ring they're yeah. always going to fucking win got it
0: <laughs> so that's pretty funny um alright so awesome so we have that uh by the way I'm, I'm just gonna keep breaking it with uh since with the releases that uh went down here so on uh his wife uh Thea's stream on uh uh Twitch Jeez, thank you so much Really, it's been a long day. You been, are having a stroke today. It's only it's only twelve thirty. I think it's because I I worked out so hard today. I mean I mean that's serious. I right. no, mean dead serious. I was I was there for like two hours. Chris Farley, <laughs> you know where the weight room is? It's that way. I'll find it myself. Yeah, that's, I think it's all the weight <laughs> I've lost too. It's like it's going out of my brain. Uh, Alistair Black says on Thea's stream that it was budget cuts that was the reason given. Oh no shit for the release.
1: He had an amazing fucking contract. I bet he had a five year contract that was worth six figures every year easily
0: they just made a billion dollar deal with nbc and what the hell <laughs> seriously this budget cuts i don't know what was he making that he wasn't making a mill he wasn't no. making Strowman money so really i mean huh. you ever thought you'd refer to it as stroman Strowman money, money. <laughs> he wasn't making definitely wasn't making orton money let alone Strowman money yeah that's true oh man i just it baffles me that uh and, and now we're gonna have the problem. I'm gonna just rant for a second. The problem now is that AEW is gonna be WWE North and uh, South, North technically, because in the state they're North. Oh, fuck yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm talking about Florida. See, my stroke is going away. It, they're North now, and all, everybody's basically just gonna take their car, drive North, and go to AEW and and fight in Daily's place till they start touring. Um, and then you're just gonna have all these wrestlers who we thought we'd see like new names, like it was exciting to see. There was who's this Darby Allin? Who's this? Hangman Page, like all these new names that were probably always in the independency scene, Young Bucks coming from Japan and all these names that were, were new that were so exciting to me that, okay, now right, Moxie's there, that's fine. Cody's establishing a new, a new thing here. Uh, I've always wanted to see Kenny Omega. I've never been able to see him since he's been always in Japan. And now it's just going to be like WWE.
1: It will, but... I think the storylines will be good better. Good segue. The winner of this Casino Battle Royal
0: has never once competed for WWE. This is very true. So the Casino Battle Royale and but the person that he fought against in the final two who we thought was gonna
1: win. Who we thought was actually gonna win,
0: <laughs> did not win and they had a nice moment at the end there. I like that what, what happened there. Um, One, two, three, four, five, six.
1: Six people in that in that match competed for wwe everybody else made their name on the independence or so the fir- of the f- of the 20 people how many six from what from from my
0: from my notes i count six so a quarter of this match yes <laughs> a little over a quarter of this match yep was wwe okay yeah so we christian cage matt hardy there's two um well Cole bandit technically
1: matt Seidel. That that I, I included Cole Cabana. There you
0: go. Okay, <laughs> Matt Seidel
1: so, as well. Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Dustin Rhodes, Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, Cole Cabana technically,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Leo Rush. Then the Joker, and that's
0: it. Yeah. You say that's it. Was, a, you say that's it, as if like that's not a lot. That's a lot.
1: Well, yeah, but you you know a couple years ago it might have been half
0: <laughs> of the of uh, the entire field. All right. Fair enough. Um, did, do you happen to remember what Max Caster said on the... Uh, oh, fuck. Did you get that? No. Okay. No. That's fine. I missed that one. Um, See, I, you can't
1: pause. Can't pause a live, can't pause live thing. <laughs> so I can't when I watch the true. playbacks right. of AEW, I'm like, oof, pause, rewind 10 seconds. Mm. Um, A couple notes from this match. Brian Pillman Jr. was crazy over with the crowd. Now... The the crowd wasn't chanting Junior, they were just chanting Brian Pillman, so they mm-hmm. might have been chanting his, First his father. father. Right. But still just having the name makes you over with the crowd. Sure. Um another thing about the whole crowd, when they sang Tarzan boy, I popped. Brought chills to me, almost cried. <laughs> it was the, amazing. At at the end. No, I'm I'm talking when he entered. When oh, we entered. When he entered. I wrote that down before he even entered when they started when they started singing when he entered i was like i got to write that down the whole crowd was singing tarzan boy it was awesome i did write this i meant to delete it but i said jungle boy getting a little bit of a push in the fi- being in the final two mm. and jungle boy is in fact your winner of the casino battle royal and he <laughs> will earn a title shot against the AEW champion whoever that may be kenny omega
0: that was a nice spot at the end with uh christian cage and him basically pumping him up and slapping him in the chest and then giving him a hug and saying, that was this, awesome this is that this was your cool. thing i thought Take cage it. was
1: gonna turn heel
0: i was like all right this is gonna be weird yeah the crowd was kind of like like uh, silent for a second yeah exactly they were a little silent and, and didn't know what the hell was going on
1: also an um, unknown uh, 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 not unnecessary i think i'm having a stroke <laughs> a weird timing for a pop for evil uno it's he conti- got a nice it's contagious he got a nice ovation
0: Dark Order gets a nice ovation. That's true. I it think could have it. just been the Dark Order. I think Order. it's the Dark Order. Yeah, association. you're right. Um, Dark Order. Isn't it weird how it's just wrestling? Dark, Dark Order just how much um, a year can change. Uh, yeah. Like again, I keep saying this when we refer back to uh, the the first emergence of Dark Order and seeing their commercials and and their their, their promos on TV. People like, forget the about the Super Mario Brothers. The that that's how it this? first started. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, weird shit and. Uh, their their recruitment tactics and uh yeah and then now they're just they're so over um let's see here next up uh
1: another thing that brought chills to my
0: my veins american dream uh, cody rose taking on uh the governor <laughs> anthony gogo the governor the governor um this if if i had to shoot i mean i i still appreciated this match if i had to choose though i would probably say this one uh just only because you knew it was gonna happen like you understood as far as like cody was gonna win i i i thought that they'd probably have given it given it to a go-go but i was very surprised as far as like his his ability in the ring is great yeah like, he did that frog splash like like he's done it before <laughs> um,
1: he's been training at the factory Okay. The, well, nobody likes to call it, but it is called the Nightmare, the nightmare Factory. Factor. Yeah, it's so, ridiculous.
0: So even though K <laughs> they don't like each other, uh they're still training at the factory. Um so yeah. And uh That was a good
1: man. I, I knew that I knew that Agogo was doing his due because well, number one, he bladed very blatantly. Okay. Not blatantly, but he was in his corner talking with QT for too long. Okay. He got punched in the face or some shit like that right. and he was just in the corner talking for too long it, it was the whole thing okay. I was like immediately I wrote down a go-go with a blade job 100% <laughs> okay uh, Cody whatever Cody's finisher was the vertebraker. you need to have right. your right. your quote-unquote dancing partner to be able to keep his fucking legs straight during that whole thing okay Cause it's like Ket, Cody's got you. You're back to back, but your feet are in the air, straight right, up in right. the air.
0: Your your feet are straight up, and your head needs to be like at ninety degrees. Yeah, or not, not even ninety. I'm sorry, at like forty five. Like your head basically. If you're if you're facing down, your head just needs you just stick your head. Yeah, like so you t- put your chin towards you your tuck your, as much as you can. Put yes, tuck your chin into your chest so you do not break your neck. <laughs> exactly. Right.
1: So I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, this this kid's been training a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention DDPY, which he is also a very uh, uh, yoga. big proponent in. The Speaking yoga. of DDP, quick segment. Uh, he is—he's a plug. Currently, well, pretty much just for me, he's currently uh, in Colombia.
0: Who DDP? DDP? Okay,
1: getting stem cell treatment. Really? At a clinic, I forgot what it's called, but you know, a bunch of the big names go there because that's where it is. Okay. But the funny part, like yo, know, Masvidal went there. Masvidal was there. Uh, Ryback, Jinder Mahal. Uh, right back excluded but big names yeah <laughs> right back excluded right right uh and it turns out that i actually have fucking passed right by this place when i've been to the mall down there in columbia in columbia okay it's from where it's it's in medellin where my family's from okay and every time i go there i go to like that one mall i know ex- i saw the address and i was like are you fucking kidding me Wait, it's in a mall it is in a mall what the hell but it's, it's okay. Have we not learned it's from not our the past mall. experiences the that going
0: to Columbia or South America for your, your it's treatments not in the mall. is probably not the best idea.
1: It's not in the mall. Okay. The mall is attached to a building Okay, that has a bunch of, like my, my, I have a cousin who has um, a dermatology mm, practice, practice right. that is in that building. Okay. And I'm like, Are you, I didn't, I have bad knees. Guess where I'm going to fucking go get my knees done. <laughs> You're always gonna get stem cell treatment, and then I'm gonna go get a Colombian hot dog. If you don't know what it is, I don't know. What it look is. it up. Oh, it's a hot dog. It's a foot long with everything. Okay, it's got chips,
0: lettuce, cheese. This is a Colombian hot dog. Oh yeah, oh.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. If you're ever in Jackson Heights, go look one up. Okay, it's it's amazing. So I
0: have the choice of either going to Jackson Heights, Queens, or Columbia.
1: Well, Columbia is the originator of it. I'll go to Jackson Heights. Like, you know, the originator of violence. You know what I mean? I don't think I've ever. Go to Columbia. You would stick out like a... I stick out like a sore thumb. I would out I like out I tower over everybody.
0: Right. Why would I stick out like a sore thumb?
1: Just because you don't look like them. I'm, I'm darker? No. You just don't look like them. Oh, interesting. If you don't look... If you don't look like them, you're going to stick out. Every, everybody. But what,
0: but what does that mean? Like, what would happen if I stick out in Columbia?
1: Oh, nothing. Just, you know... Like, they try, put
0: me into like a like a, a cocaine uh, ring. No, what just, I've
1: like... learned, keep your hands in your pockets when you walk down the street.
0: Okay. I've learned that a lot of places. A hey, lot of pickpockets down where there. When you travel.
1: A lot of pickpockets down there. I was told to always keep your hands in your pockets. And if you're going out for the night, try not to wear such expensive jewelry. Oh, jeez.
0: All right. I'll be sure to book my trip Never The uh, more you know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yes, I will never be going there. Uh, let's see here. So Cody Rose 6 Or do exactly. like I do. Just go with family that is from there. That's from there. <laughs> and just travel with them. And then, and then get back into your house. Yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking of... Uh, uh the tnc title match here it is uh miro against uh lance archer and what a uh it was a good match what, it I mean, was a good match what a, just a, like a, a clubbing fest of just destruction <laughs> on each other's bodies um and i think the ending of the match is the way well before
1: i get to that jake did come out with a snake but it wasn't damien it, was, it wasn't a snake and it wasn't damien it wasn't real sure.
0: though because he, he tossed it like it was like
1: yeah, and if and it's if like, it was, re, no regard, if it was real, uh, Miro would have gotten sued by Peta. I was going to say, <laughs> there's no way that was a real snake. Uh, but yeah, the ending of the match is what I think really it, it, it needed to be done. Uh, again, I don't think that uh, Miro should have been his technical first uh, title defense, not his first title defense, but his first big name title defense. So explain what happened at the end. Miro made Lance Archer pass out. Got it. And that was the way you needed to do it against someone who is as big and as demanding as Archer is. He locked him in the game over. Yeah. Right. And then just sat back. Yeah. Ouch. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I would I would have tapped out first of all. I ain't I what? ain't letting you make me pass out. As soon as I get in that thing, I'm like, nope, no, 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 no. Nope. But, but that, that,
0: right. But that, yeah, you will. But Archer, Archer is a, <laughs> a different animal. Oh, yeah. We were very <laughs> different human beings. <laughs> Archer is a different animal. And uh, yes, yeah, so I think that was the right way for him to go was that if he was going to lose not to tap out or get pinned, that you, you pull the, uh, the stone cold. Yeah. You should just lose consciousness and pass out. I did appreciate the braid
1: that he had. He had the colors of the Bulgarian flag in his braid.
0: Oh, look! She noticed. It was
1: good little nice. little hints here and there.
0: Uh, Hikaru Shida, there you go. Uh, uh, your champion taking on the number one ranked Doctor Britt Baker DMD with the ever so hot Rebel. Uh, I think I'm in love with her. Yeah, um.
1: <laughs> she got a little emotional on her way down to the ring. It was pretty cool. Mm. This was another. This was another good match. Another hard hitting match. It was, and again, the ending is what needed to be done. It needed to be. It needed to be. And your new AEW Women's Champion,
0: Doctor Britt Baker, D.M.D. You did think I did think at least at one point when Rebel hit her with the crutch, I was like, "Oh shit!" I think she might actually retain. Yeah, but <laughs> if like, it was WWE, she
1: would have. She would have. We're not in WWE. <laughs> thank God we
0: are in AEW, and that doesn't happen here. Uh, so we have a new champion. Yeah, and she actually posted with uh, her man Adam Cole with the belts.
1: And um, also in her doctor's in office. her doctor's <laughs> office
0: with her scrubs on in the chair with the belts, and I think I like her. I think she's much hotter with the glasses. I don't know why I find her so attractive with the glasses. But I yeah, I'll, not, like, I'll agree sport. with
1: you on this. She is hotter as a dentist than she is as a pro wrestler. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> she's not, but, as, but it just is. She's not as done up with the makeup. Like she just seems more natural, and she had the glasses on and with the scrubs on, she looked very hot. Anyway, yeah, that was my two cents. Uh I think Giovanni, uh, leaving the broadcast booth to, to hug Baker. I think that, that was pretty cool. Um,
1: that was awesome because she didn't know if it was a shoot that they were actually, you know, angry right. with each other. Not yeah. each other, but
0: they're, they're, Tony
1: I, being angry with Britt.
0: They actually like each other. That's yeah, the they do. <laughs> they're actually really good they're friends.
1: At, I'd even go one step to say is they're actually friends. They're actually
0: friends. <laughs> they are actually friends. Uh, I mean, if you listen to if you listen to the podcast, uh, Uncensored, and they this is like about a year ago, and she was on. And he was like, yeah, we were, we we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sting's first match. You know, how old is he now? 63? 62, I believe. 62. I'm going to look that up real quick. Darby Allen and Sting taking on uh, Ethan Page and the face of the revolution, Scorpio Sky. I First of all, I did not understand this pairing because I thought Scorpio Sky leaving SCU was doing his own thing. And I thought Ethan Page's arrival, a rival, uh, albeit weird because of the whole... <laughs> His first match being completely uh, uh, dubbed with a NBA basketball game. Oh, so bad! So bad. <laughs> Sting is sixty-two, by the way. <laughs> he is sixty-two. So Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page—that pairing works. I like it. I, I, for some reason, I just, I just like the two of them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I never thought that they were gonna win because of Sting. Uh, but what? It, listen, any splash. I don't care who you are. I'll, even me, <laughs> at my age. You at your age. He's sixty-two, and he did he did that splash off of the the ramp onto them on the floor. I thought that was impressive. Um, if I had to do
1: that, if I was forced to do that, as soon as my feet, as soon as I bend my knees to go jump, my butthole would have gotten so <laughs> clenched. It would have been unreal.
0: It was a visual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so needless to say, listen, uh,
1: sixty-two, and that man can
0: still take a hell of a bump. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, he was Sky. Apparently, so Sky was looking at the end. Sky was looking for a cutter. Sting held on and encountered with the Scorpion Death Drop. Yeah, and I got the one-two-three.
1: He needed to get that win.
0: Absolutely. I you mean, had, that, that you was had no it.
1: Darby get the first win in, in the uh, in the what you call it match, and then uh, Sting needed to get this. the The one spot that was incredible, which I never thought I would see again, is Ethan Page threw Darby Allen. Out of the ring and into the first row of the crowd onto his brothers. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: onto his two brothers that were sitting at ringside. Now, I'm assuming they got clearance for that. I'm sure. But I... It was very ECW of them. It
0: it really was. I was so happy for that. <laughs> so happy for that spot. Uh, and then we had the... Which I thought would have been the main events, but you had a co-main event. Obviously, we had, there, was two, there was a co-main event, two matches here that uh, I thought this match would have been the ending but I get why yeah. it wasn't. So we had the world title match up next with Kenny Omega taking on Orange Cassidy taking on PAC.
1: There were so many times so many times where I thought pa- uh, PAC where I thought Orange Cassidy was going to pull it off. Hmm. And I was sitting at the uh I believe I was home by this time. I watched the most I watched most of it at work. At work. <laughs> so I got home I fucking sat down in my bed, and I just... I, it Like a movie, I turned off the lights, and I just let it play. Mm. And this match was awesome. I, I didn't expect a lot of things out of this match. But Orange Cassidy, if you didn't like him beforehand, you definitely fucking like him now. Mm. Because this match... What he was able to put on during this match... And... It further reiterates the statement that he's so over with the crowd and the wrestlers because Kenny Omega had to resort. He had to go to the lowest of the lows by getting his title belts and smacking them over the head. Each one. Each one. Each one.
0: <laughs> that was an amazing All spot. All four of them. That was an amazing spot.
1: It was awesome. But <laughs> everybody thinks that they can be, orange cassidy in the ring just the way it is Hmm. you know but when you actually get in the ring with orange cassidy you have to get your title belt to do your dirty work for you yeah that's how you knew orange cassidy is uh legit he's a made man now he is a made man and how fucking hilarious would it have been for him to win the aew championship and walk out with it in a backpack That would have been the best part. (laughs) Also, one of my personal favorite parts from this was you got a a resounding Tiger Driver 98 from Excalibur, (laughs) and I popped, and it was amazing.
0: I I feel like he is, I don't think he's going to be this year, just like I predicted Lashley would be this year. I think Cassie's going to be next year. I think 2022, he will get that belt. I
1: think 2022 is hangman's year.
0: Uh... I think that's the way it
1: goes. Gotcha. Jericho to set up for Omega. Jericho, Omega, Hangman. To set up for Hangman. But then it wouldn't be... And then
0: I think after it'll it be, be... It won't be because that's... It'll be Cassidy. Unless, unless Hangman's a, a heel at that point. No. Because Cassidy will never be a heel. No. Not, well, at least not Not this now. gimmick. Right.
1: Like, he may be a heel at some point, but not with the orange cat. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Not now, though. He sees two over. To be. I would
1: love to see an MJF versus... Uh, a storyline with MJF and, and hangman hmm. Cause you have someone who is somewhat of the ultimate baby face versus knowingly an ultimate heel. Right. Two young men all in, in their twenties. I think it's
0: sooner rather than later with Cassidy. I really do. Oh, yeah. I, I hear you with, with page. I, I will be the TNT champion. I completely agree. Though. This is true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll agree with you on that. I, I completely agree with page, uh, getting it next. But, uh, Cassidy at some point in his career with AEW, um, without any uh, him getting fired from uh, Khan, just basically like you're you're out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and, and Shivani, as we mentioned before, Shivani's in the ring, we're announcing that the uh, we have a new uh, a new show on uh, Fridays starting August 13th at 10 p.m. If uh, the World's Strongest Man Mark Henry is now with AEW, that Mark popped- Henry is now all elite. I popped. It was awesome. See Mark Henry come out. Cause I knew that he was going to be there. He really got a, a huge ovation, like more than I thought he would, he would get if, even if he came out, I thought he'd like, like Paul white got a, well, there wasn't really that many people when Paul white was announced, but like, I didn't think Mark Henry would get like such a huge pop that he did. I
1: think the only reason that Mark Henry got such a big pop comparing it to Paul white yeah. is because you knew Paul, Paul white broke on the internet.
0: Right. You didn't know about this. You didn't know about this.
1: Right. Me personally, I know Steve did, we knew that Mark Henry was going to be in Jacksonville to go to Double or Nothing, along with Dave LaGreca. By the way, Dave LaGreca had a match with uh, Thunder Rosa a couple of weeks ago. On where? Don't know. Good Lord. <laughs> might have been a house show, uh-huh. but I know that he's been getting shit for it the whole time because he lost...
0: <laughs> but he walked out on his own two feet. Well, t- Wasn't he going to lose anyway? I mean, that was...
1: Like, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going against Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Yeah, yeah, Of course you're going to fucking lose.
0: Uh, let's see here. Now for the Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede 2. Electric Boogaloo. Um, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> inner Circle taking on the Pinnacle. What did you think of their... Not, uh, not Pinnacle. Pinnacle came in. Amazing. Like limo. Whatever you're going to say, amazing. Inner Circle came down uh, like Shaw Michaels from Res- in WrestleMania. Amazing. Down, like, and I,
1: funny you said that. Sammy Guevara
0: actually I, had a nod. That's why I said it. Perfect. <laughs> that's why I said it.
1: It, it was absolutely amazing. I would want it like it took
0: forever. It did. <laughs> it took like a very long time. It
1: did. Also, I'm not. I'm not. I am i do not want to. You know, nitpick here, but how come MJF waited until they were on the ground before he went back into the uh, limo? That's just. That's just one part. That's called acting. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I would buy those inner circle cuts. The vests that they were wearing. Yes, absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. They were very cool. I would get a Chris Jericho or uh, a Jake Hager one. That was strictly because. Uh, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get the wasn't one of them. Can it can it? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I would get the Sean Spears. Sean Spears. I'm losing my mind. I would get the Sammy Guevara or the Jake Hager one because it had the American flag bandana. Right. And the Jake Hager one, especially because it said big hoss right underneath it. <laughs> it would be awesome. Uh, Urban Meyer made his first appearance on all elite
0: wrestling Urban television. Meyer urban meyer so yes your new your new head coach your jacksonville jaguars apparently that's that's listen that's a poll if you can get uh if you get shad Khan to say listen do me a favor do my son a favor
1: oh shad Khan <laughs> made his first appearance too Chad, well
0: in a, in a cutout <laughs> <laughs> in a it's in the form of a cutout yeah um if you can have shad Khan, the owner of the team say listen to, to his new head coach you haven't you haven't coached a game in the nfl yet but listen do me a favor my son has this Little rinky-dink uh, organization. He does his wrestling thing. Urban goes, oh, AEW, I'm familiar. I'm f- familiar. <laughs> would you like me to go on? I was like, oh, would you? Yes, you know what? Absolutely. And so there you go. I now,
1: some it. may say that uh, Urban Meyer was an accessory to an assault that happened on <laughs> on Sunday night. But, uh, you know, some people also look look past it. That's pretty funny. Uh, the opening sequence between Jake Hager and Wardlow looked very choreographed. Okay. It was a lot of... Swinging and Wardlow just ducking like at the perfect time. Right, right. It was it. It was good. The whole thing was good. They were in a meat locker at one point. It was all. It was all very well done. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Uh, Sean Spears in a in a warehouse that is Full filled chair. to the top with chairs. chairs. <laughs> it was nothing but chairs. It was an amazing spot. It just it looked very impressive. The nightclub scene. Okay. I only have one qualm about that. Mm. I, the way that Tully Blanchard was was standing at that bar yeah. seemed like it was a <laughs> just... a nightclub in the West Village. <laughs> okay? Okay. It didn't seem right. Uh-huh. And also, the cowboy boots with the tank top and an ascot on didn't seem That's right either. Not that like... not <laughs> That's not a look. It's not a look. That's not a look. Although I did appreciate Jim Ross going, or I forgot if it was Jim or Tony saying that they look, Tully looked like he just got out of a bunkhouse match in 87.
0: I think, I think it was, I think it was Jim, but yeah. Uh.
1: All right. Uh, it escalated, <laughs> uh, that that whole thing escalated. We got a Conan appearance. That was awesome because yeah, it ties it was... back into Whoa. that Santana and Ortiz. Ah, uh, yes. With uh, LAX. LAX. Right, right. That's how that ties into it. Uh, Jericho with the staple, he stapled a thank you note to the head of <laughs> MJF. Of MJF. Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> Ow! I didn't like that. Jericho just op- opened up a random uh, cabinet. It seemed like and Floyd the Bat was just
0: hanging out in there. No, oh, I'm sure he it put, was. Put uh, it yeah, there. he
1: put it there beforehand. Right. But we're you're supposed to keep us, you know, a little bit so you, you on look, the edge of our seats. Look
0: through the shelves. See? Oh, wait, no, not there, not there. Oh, like there it is.
1: Exactly. I gotta see there. You go. Open a bunch of different doors, right. going "fuck, it's not in there," "fuck, it's not in there," and then going "ah, yes, always, that's where I put it."
0: Always a <laughs> third, right.
1: that's where I put it. Uh, he clipped MJF, and it sounded like an actual like click, like it it clipped popped him. Him. It, it clipped him good, yeah. Which is not a you know uh, easy easy bump to take, as you would
0: put it. A- MJF takes some bumps, man. I got I got to give him credit.
1: Speaking of which, he got sent through a fucking glass door. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, he did. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, would be the second glass door that he got sent through in this storyline. was the first. When he got sent through the, the, the Pepsi machine, not the machine, the refrigerator
0: in the dressing room. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, Sammy got his revenge with the golf cart, and he was able to chase <sighs> Sean Spears <laughs> yep. with the golf cart. Uh, and I wish Sean Spears would have taken some liberty to uh, – Look back at the other footage and see how Sammy took the bump, but that was not the case, and the hit did not look good. But still got hit with a fucking truck. Right. It's good. Sammy, to me, Sammy is a made man after this thing, after this match, because he was able to get the pin on Sean Spears in the middle of the ring in Daly's place, not in the stadium, which, yeah, they brought it back into Daly's place.
0: And... So this was what, this is what we talked about as far as like the half the, the hybrid of film cinematic. There and were life. two spots. M, MJF and
1: Jericho eventually made their way down to, or, into the Dale's place. From the top down. Right. But it only went like, you know, they only went one section. Right, right. Uh, Sean got chased with the golf cart through like where F T R entered with their right. all the way back then where they entered. So that was that was pretty cool. I think I might have liked this one better. The second than, than the first? Just because it was more of a hard-hitting affair as opposed to... Oh, okay. Like, the first one was... A, it was more of a comedy bit. Yeah. Kind of like Too Fast, Too Furious. This was more... <laughs> okay. Although, me personally, I like the first one, but that's a story for a different
0: day. Uh, uh, there were two totally different vibes, though, uh, for both. I mean, like, as far as, like... I, I do like that they, they mixed up the, the scenery. Like, there was two, two totally different... Like yeah. Looks to it. Other than the actual beginning of the match, where it started in the stadium and then it went to, to totally different areas, like they, they didn't have like obviously there was no horses, no, no page this time, uh, no pool. Like it was a, like different. Like it was a it was a sequel that they just it was a, the same story kind of to what it was, but they used totally different uh, scenery for the for the whole thing.
1: Yeah, uh, much of this was filmed on Thursday last week. Okay. And it was reported that Urban Meyer did, in fact, enjoy his little spot in the day. <laughs> Good, for Good for him. So look for Urban Meyer and Tim, <laughs> Timothy Taboe to be Timothy Taboe <laughs> on, <laughs> on all the wrestling television. It, soon uh, that's enough. if
0: that's if Timothy Taboe, or as most people call him, Thibaut, <laughs> uh, if if uh, if he actually makes the team, uh, not just uh, that's uh, uh, his best friend. I know they're, they're great, they're great friends that's from his Florida. Best friend. I know from Florida, I get it, yeah. but. But uh, doesn't mean not, not just from Florida. Not gonna mean that, from that, Jacksonville. It doesn't mean he's gonna make the team. But they're friends. Okay. So that Ooh, was maybe he maybe Tim Timothy
1: Tabo just comes to <laughs> <a> wrestler. <laughs> Timothy Tabo.
0: He might as well listen. Everybody <laughs> else is. Shaq's coming back. Shaq's about to come back and yeah. do, do some more spots. Um. So thank thank goodness. I was actually fearful that Inner Circle was gonna be disbanded, but it they are not. And since they won, uh, so. We are thankful for that and that was double or nothing uh good stuff good stuff with that Mm -hmm. uh really quickly i just want to go through um the next uh three things here with raw uh smackdown and nxt only like the the big points here um starting with smackdown uh usos are back and that i i thoroughly enjoyed that match opening up the night with Usos taking on the street profits yeah absolutely uh (laughs) The they sp- haven't missed a step. They, they, they haven't. Which and is amazing. The, the one spot, though, I do want to give credit to. Uh, Montez Ford basically jumped oh my God. out of the ring onto Usos outside of the ring. And the, the man is just amazing. Um, and he can talk on the mic. So, you know what? Keep the man. Uh, well, duh. That's why they are keeping him. Well, no, that's for now. Uh, speaking of someone they didn't keep, uh, Natalia and Tamina taking on the Riot Squad. Um, champions obviously retain. And for Natalia to say that the Riot Squad would be next in line... Uh, she's is just so wrong. Um, Talk about tweets that age badly. Yeah. Uh, funny part of the night where uh, Michael Cole called Bianca Belair. Uh, Balaka. Balaka. <laughs> that was and, hilarious. Uh, and Bailey just ripped it to him at that point. Just, I'm so happy that she did that. Uh, it, yeah, you have to. Listen, you, you, you handed gold like that, you have to take it. Uh, I did get
1: chills on the Usos when they said, oh, welcome to the Uso penitentiary.
0: penitentiary. That, that was awesome. That was, that was awesome. Uh Seth Rollins is a very maniacal laugh. Uh Kevin Owens and Paulo Cruz and then another DQ um by the by the hands of uh, Aziz and Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz, and this is just plays right into their their uh they're probably gonna fight at Hell in a Cell at some point. Um let's see here. Uh Shinsuke taking on randomly Chad Gable. Um I, I, I do love uh uh Boogs. I just uh on the on the guitar, We're talking about Rick, Rick, Boo. It's B O O. He could have lost this match. Yes. He could have lost his match, and that still would be a, a great match. Yeah. Um. And then basically a, a reversal, of a fortune reverse, game. a reverse WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, a reversal fortune here because now Dominic, uh, I'm sorry, Ray got hurt, <laughs> and yes. Dominic had a fight two on one, and Ray comes out just just his music alone, distracted, uh, the Dirty Dogs enough for Dominic to get the pin, and that was uh, SmackDown uh good episode um uh monday night raw was exactly the fucking same yeah you you didn't really miss much uh except for the fact that now we're throwing in nikki cross uh so we had nikki cross last week we have nikki cross this week which again this actually remains the same she won the uh the beat the clock challenge by just basically running around the ring um so she'll get the winner of uh charlotte and uh uh, Rhea Ripley. There you go. After Hell in a Cell. There you go. Thank you very much. Randy Orton uh, defeating Xavier Woods. Uh, Reginald taking on Shayna Baylor. which, uh, I mean, what?
1: <laughs> Can we just go back to the fact really quickly that uh, Xavier Woods is dressed as the White Ranger. Yeah. And Kofi Kingston is dressed as the Green Ranger. Now, the old the, the young nerd in me growing up in the 90s remembers that the Green Ranger turned into the White Ranger. Yes. So does that mean that we're getting woods mania like is that where that's going because it didn't really make sense to me
0: i think you're looking way too deep into this
1: i think i am too but like <laughs> pick pick another ranger <laughs> dude. a ranger um i was Weirder. just not yellow or, or pink because
0: you know oh, well, those, those are those saved are, for the women those are women yes uh at some point during the, the night here mustafa Ali and the monsoor approach each other um that was, that, I would not be mad at
1: that partnership. Yeah,
0: that would be a very cool partnership.
1: I did read that Monst- uh, they
0: want Monster to bulk up a little bit. Okay, and then then Mustafa should uh, Mustafa, excuse me, should bulk up as well. Yes. Uh, Mason okay. T Bar uh, defeating Lucha House Party. Um, okay. Uh, Sheamus taking on Ricochet. Ricochet beating uh, Sheamus, um, and then Her- Humberto Carrillo beating Sheamus as well. So
1: we will get a triple threat match
0: at Hell in a Cell. We will get a triple threat, but uh, <laughs> Sheamus. Getting his nose cracked by Humberto Carrillo by, oh, yeah. by a, uh, basically an elbow to his face and uh, breaking his nose, just gushing blood everywhere. Like and,
1: Seth Rollins, John Cena esque
0: Yes, very much so. And he said that he will not be dropping the belt because he will still fight. He, and he completed the match too. God bless him. Because that's Sheamus. Um, and La- oh, this is a little depressing to say. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke defeated Naomi, and in her last appearance, Aww. Lana.
1: Do so you think that. she can still go as Lana anywhere else? Uh, I don't think so, right? Well,
0: that's her name, though, isn't it? No, it's not. Her name's C J Perry. Uh, that is true. But I thought that, she, <laughs> I, yeah. But I thought that she she had like that that right to it. Okay. I I, I for some reason I thought that she had the, the registered right to Lana. Lana's um,
1: just a regular name. I it's right. like it's like the Rock trying to trademark the Rock. It's like LeBron trying to trademark Taco Tuesdays. It's just something that people say.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, Cedric and Shelton again. And uh, Styles and Omos taking on Elias and Jackson Riker for the championship. Uh, they, they retained. Uh, Baszler. I, the Alexis Playground is basically now just an interview segment. I wasn't even aware of that until, like, last week. That's just all kinds of weird. Because um, you can't do moment of bliss You can't anymore. do This is very true. Um, and then, if anything else, just skip the entire segment of Raw if you haven't watched it yet and watch just the main event. Watch, watch uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Kobe Kingston. And the two of them kick the shit out of each other leg literally slap. and figuratively leg slap I'm um, just saying
1: I'm just saying the uh start finding people Vince
0: yeah <laughs> start finding him now um but the, the match was just incredible I, I really give credit to the both of them for they they were very stiff with everything like uh, there was one point where McIntyre threw Kofi over the barricade into the bell keeper's area and his back hit the rail yeah Kofi's back hit the Heesh. rail and that when they went to commercial, come to find out it, through reports, come to find out that he had to basically be tended to, um, because his 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 back just got you know, pummeled. Uh, so once again we have McIntyre taking on Lashley, and
1: spoiler uh, alert, yeah. Lashley's going to win. Yeah, there you go. Um, like we haven't seen that before. I was
0: hoping for Kofi too, Kofi Mania too. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. NXT, really quickly here. So I was very excited. First of all, I was excited that they started off with this triple threat match from the beginning of the night, but come Mm -hmm. to find out why they did it at the beginning of the night. Um, Match was great. Results, not so great. great. Because I I hate that shit. I hate that lazy kind of way of doing things that you have to set this up just to set up something else. And so,
1: Wait, now hang on a second. It's a triple threat. (laughs) I'm just realizing this. It was a triple threat match. How do you end a triple threat match in no contest? Well, because
0: guess who came out? There's Uh, no
1: disqualification,
0: though. This is very true. So you just wait until well, apparently it no, was. Because it ended in no contest. Oh no, 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 no. Come on, Hunter. You're better than that. <laughs> Hunter, Sean, come on, dude. Uh yeah, yeah, Pete Dunn, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly ended in no contest. Why? Because of the return of Adam Cole. And when he came out, I, I popped. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be like Baby. Bae- Adam Cole, baby. I didn't think it was going to be to the detriment of this match because it ended in a no contest just for it to end up as a five way. And we'll get to that later on in the night. Yes. I'm okay with that five-way, though. I don't know if I am. Why not? I don't know if I am.
1: Because it'll build the Karrion Cross character. I beat five men in one night. What are you going to do about no, it? Beat
0: four men in one night. I beat four men in one <laughs> night. What are you going to do about <laughs> it? <laughs> it's more impressive to add a sixth. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Ember Moon calls out Raquel Gonzalez, and then uh, Dakota Kai <laughs> beats her up. I feel like we're, we're going to set up for Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez to go at yeah. it. At some point here. Jake Atlas defeating LA Knight. What are we doing? I don't know. This whole night by the way at NXT was very confusing and and I did not like, for the most part, like this night of NXT. What are we doing with LA Knight that he is a newbie losing to Jake Atlas? Why is he so
1: much of a car uh, of a ripoff of The Rock and Stone Cold? He really is. Right. <laughs> I said it from the beginning. He really is. It's The Rock with his mannerisms. Yes. It's, it's Stone Cold with the vest the and voice. being paired with the million dollar man. And the voice. Right and the voice. Well, I mean this. Well, the pairing with the Million Dollar Man is really what cemented
0: it. Yeah, but not 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 tonight though. What's the name came out with Million Dollar Man? Technically, I know, but just doing the whole thing last week. Cameron it's Grimes. like what the hell? I know,
1: I, <laughs> I know. Um, I hope the ma- I They they made a match for Takeover in Your House between L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes. I hope they bring back the Million Dollar Title. They should to- absolutely. Which uh, sucks, because they're going to call it the million-dollar title and not the million-dollar belt, which is what we all know of it from back in the day. But
0: right now, they should actually have... They still... Whatever's going on with LA Knight and him losing these matches makes absolutely no sense. But regardless, at the end of everything, right now, he should pair up with DiBiase. DiBiase yeah. should be his manager. Cameron Grimes should, should turn face and chase. Oh, he is already face. He's face now, but it should be officially face with the two of them going after you know Cameron Grimes. and Cameron Grimes... <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, carrying cross confronting Adam Cole, he's basically saying that he's he should be in the uh the title, which I also wanted to mention as far as uh, uh the Usos and them going to Adam Pierce after being gone for a year. They were gone for a year, they won one match, and they're already looking for uh, a title shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Wrestling,
1: also, why doesn't Roman want them to also win gold? I don't understand that. That,
0: that didn't I think make he's any sense. just selfish, it's all about him. Okay, cross right. <laughs> confronting Adam Cole. Uh, Kushida. Not Sheeta. Uh defeating Carmelo Hayes. Um Carmelo Hayes had a different name. Yes. And I forgot what it was. It
1: was Christian something or yes, other. Yes. Exactly. Christian something or other. That's something or other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was <his> actually <laughs> weighing 245 pounds. Christian something or other. Um he looked from I, parts unknown. He, looked, <laughs> <laughs> he lived right next to Ultimate Warrior. Um he looked impressive. Carmelo did. Uh Kushida Winslow and uh I I feel like there's gonna be it, it, Carmelo Hayes remember, remember that name Carmelo Hayes. Um the way he's defeating uh, Zoe Stark and Data Raymond and uh uh MSK defeating Legado del Fantasma. Why are they booing MSK? This why, is it's not why the first did week. They,
1: hang on, why did they boo Roman Reigns in his first singles run?
0: Because he's getting shoved down our throats, but they, okay, I understand. That's
1: why they pop for GYV. GYV is the tag team of the people.
0: <laughs> MSK, the
1: gristled young <laughs> veterans. MSK is so good. I haven't done that in a while. It that was, that was a long
0: time. They came and they came out at, during this match as well. And Tommaso jump <laughs> and Timothy Thatcher uh, stopped them cold. But MSK is this so good? They, <laughs> they are so good. I wish I was in. The CWC and I would I would scream at the top of my lungs just to overpower anybody that's booing them. Um, and they're just so good. So man. for further
1: note, if you ever hear someone go ah,
0: that, that's me. Yes, it's exactly Chris. like that. If it's Chris. I, if anybody hears that, it's you Chris. hear someone screaming like a like a five year old prepubescent boy. It's, <laughs> it's me. Um, and that was your weekend wrestling. And uh, I am well. I keep looking out for uh more names actually to be dropped uh from WWE as far as releases go. And then next week, your homework assignment. Your homework assignment. I'm looking at you, and I'm talking to everybody here. Your homework assignment is to watch Dark Side of the Ring tomorrow, Thursday. Yep. Watch that <laughs> because it is going to be some shit. That and you're I will watch.
1: promise I will watch as many of the A and E ones as I can. Yes, as many as I can.
0: As many. As you I'm can. saying
1: that on air. This way, it's a fact. I
0: mean, Stone Cold was because I might only be able to watch one. <laughs> Stone Cold was was something that you people. Pretty much already know as far as him is, as, yeah. as far as he goes. Uh, Shawn Michaels was really good.
1: I heard the Mick Foley one wasn't that bad
0: either. Mick Foley was really good. Shawn Michaels was was excellent, uh-huh. actually. Uh, but still, Ultimate Warrior was my, my favorite. So, what dark side, homework assignment, dark side Thursday. We will talk about this next week. Anything else before we head on out of here?
1: Let's let's close out with a bang.
0: Uh, man, oh man. I think, uh, you're gonna close out with a bang. Oh, no. Let's I was, see. I don't know. I just said something. Uh, so you're putting me on the spot here, and I I don't know what to uh, I know what to play now cause I thought you know.
1: Do you have uh, f- uh, remember <laughs> the name by Fort Minor?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny you mention that because I do have that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please tell your friends, tell your neighbors about Sons Sun, Sun of Slam. Uh, hit us up on Sons of Slam show on the Twitters and tell your friends on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mister Joe Black.
1: I will one day know how much percent this actually makes up. Pretty sure it's 100, but I hope. It's 10% skill.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anytime there's math in songs, i I about. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Dark Side of the Ring, homework assignment next week. Peace. Grisled. 20% He just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code It's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down talks picking it up But scooter the hell is he anyway he never really talks much never concerned with status but still even in starstruck humble through opportunities given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing rats put it together himself got a picture Next, Never asking for someone's help, or to get some respect, please only focus on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach, and now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist, this is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear, cause Ryu was ill, who would have thought he'd be the one that set the west in flames, then I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game, Came Backdrop, mega death took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Do is the truth. Now, everybody giving them guest spots and socks through the roof. I heard you, and with This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the day. They to be sick and he's spitting fire in night.
1: The Sons of Slam Podcast.